Welcome to the Kiss My Crown podcast. Now, this is the place for women who want to have it all and then some. This is about mindset. This is about manifestation and everything in between. My job here is to empower you to become the queen of your world, just like you deserve to be. I'm your host, Natasha Mundy. Hello, my beautiful queens, and welcome to this week's episode of the Kiss My Crown podcast. And as usual, I love to start my podcast with a little bit of gratitude because, you know, you're allowing me to enter your sacred space and we are going to share a little bit of energy today. And, um, you know, I get to thank you for that. And I just want to show you that gratitude. So the gratitude for listening in today and, you know, being a you know supporter of this podcast. So thank you. Thank you so much. Well, we have finished our little series on the divine feminine and all the ins and outs of that. And we are getting, we're not even wasting any time, but we're getting straight stuck into another series. So strap yourselves in, buckle up, hold on tight, because we're going to take a bumpy, bumpy ride down the manifestation wormhole. Do, 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 do. I'm actually really excited to bring you this episode. I know it's made it sound like all like, I don't know, weird. Um, it's funny because with this particular topic, it's something that I've sort of, I've talked a lot around this, but not directly about this. And and I think because sometimes when, you know, when we use the word manifest, you know, manifestation, it can be a little off-putting to some people and, and I guess, you know, now I'm just like, you know what, this is my life. This is what I'm about and this is what I'm going to share. And if uh, if people don't like it or if they think it's a little weird, then, you know, they're not my people. So here we go. Now, excuse me for one sec. <clears throat> so <laughs> what's been going on in my world? I always like to give you a little update of what's happening in my life. So I actually just stayed. It was just Mother's Day the other week. Um, and I had the most gorgeous Mother's Day where, you know, we had lunch out together and then I actually stayed in a hotel with my husband in one of the new five-star hotels in Adelaide and it was just amazing and we just relaxed and spent time together and that's obviously something that we don't get to do a lot of because of our living arrangement because, you know, we don't live in our own home yet while we're waiting for it has to be built. Um, so you know, sometimes we don't get to spend as much time or alone time together. So it was just, it was just really, really amazing to be able to do that. And it's just something that I think you realize that you take for granted when you, when you have your own space, you know, like, and and then when you don't have your own space and you don't get to spend that time together. Oh, wow. You really feel it. And it was funny. So we also went out for Mother's Day lunch and we had booked in at a place called Geppetto's in Handoff. And when we got there, they called me the day before to confirm our booking and everything. And when I made the booking, it was like an outdoor booking. Because I have this beautiful courtyard area with which I had music playing and stuff like that. But when we got there, just something seemed so off. Um, just the energetics were really weird. Like there was just... It was just weird even just getting to our table. It's like they'd lost our booking and they couldn't find us and they just chucked us on this sort of random table that was like for 12 people when there was like four of us. And I don't know, like, and the staff were just a bit like, they weren't rude towards us, but they were rude towards each other. And it was just a bit, I don't know, there was a vibe. And then when we sat down and we looked at the menus, they'd actually taken away half the menu <laughs> that they normally have when you look at it online, um, which also caused a lot of problems, especially someone like me, I'm a celiac. I do my homework first before I go places because, you know, I don't want to be left not being able to eat something on the menu. And that's pretty much what was going to happen. And it's funny, you know, and the reason why I'm talking about this story today is because energy doesn't lie. And I think as we're getting older and as I'm getting older, I'm starting to really learn to read that energy. And if the energy doesn't feel right, I'm out of there. Boom, I'm gone, 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 gone. And that's what we did. We literally walked out of our Mother's Day booking before we even ordered. Um, obviously, we wouldn't do a runaway afterwards. That would be rude. Um, because the vibe was just off. And we just knew we were about to invest a pretty penny because it wasn't, you know, it was a bit more of a luxury location. And not that, they're, you know, like, don't get me wrong. You know, I love investing in that sort of stuff. But if the energy is off and it's not going to be the experience that I want it to be, 
I listened to that now and um, we got out of there. And it was funny because I sort of left a little disheartened because I'd really, really wanted to try this place and um, and it didn't it didn't work out. And knowing that it was Mother's Day as well, you sort of walked out going, we're in Handoff, which if you're familiar with South Australia, like Handoff is really busy on a weekend. Like it's ridiculously busy because um, it's a real touristy sort of destination. Um, you know, couple that with Mother's Day, we knew that pretty much all the places would be booked out with their Mother's Day bookings. And so we walked up to the old faithful, the German arms, love the German arms. Um, and the lady there could just see our looks on our face. or was probably particularly mine. I looked a little disheartened, a little broken hearted. And um, she was just like, are you guys looking for a table? And, you know, and she just welcomed us in with open arms. And I had one of the best meals I've ever had. And enjoyed some of their most amazing cocktails and just the best the best service it just made that meal like it just really made my day so you know I just wanted to share that with you we talk about energy energy doesn't lie so you know and this is also like it was a great lesson too because just because somewhere is sort of fancy and expensive doesn't mean that it's going to be better um you know the, the customer service that we received at the German Arms knowing that it was going to be a little bit cheaper was just second to none and you know it was just it just incredible so don't get hung up too on that sort of stuff of thinking that, you know, I don't know, like thinking that's what you want, but really what you want is just some good old fashioned service, right? That's, that's, and I guess that was my lesson too, you know, sometimes, you know, when you're up leveling your life, sometimes you get a little confused about what it is that you truly, truly want um, and what you think you should want because you're up leveling your life. So, you know, that was a little lesson, a little life lesson from me to you. Oh my goodness. Well, Are we ready? Should we get stuck into manifestation? I think it's time. Now, this will also be a mini series because there is so much to cover and I cannot cover this in one um, podcast episode. And I don't even know how long it's going to take to go over what I've got here yet. So, you know, let's jump in. Let's have some fun. All right. So manifestation, what it is, like what is it and what isn't it? So what I'm actually going to start with here is what manifestation is not. All right. And I think this is really important. So manifestation is not um, a magical wand or a solution um, that just sort of, you know, grants like it's it's not a magic solution. It's just going to poof, fix up all your problems in one go. Um you know, it, it's not it's not a genie in a bottle. It's not your three magic wishes and you just sit back and just wish for whatever you want and someone else does all the work. It's not that either. Um, it's also not this beautiful spiritual process where you're radiating this beautiful magical energy and just being the spiritual being. Um, or it's not like a pretty little simplified book uh you know like presented i guess in the secret where you just ask believe and receive boom it's done you know let it go off we go just it's gonna happen and what it's also not it is definitely not a quick fix all right did i break your heart (laughs) did i just ruin it for you um because i'm going to ruin it a little bit more so manifestation is though it is messy it is messy as fuck it's confronting at times it's downright hard work uh it opens doors that you just can't walk back out of either so you know once you open those doors there's there's no coming back there's no coming back um and once you are truly in the depths of it as well it is just sometimes really uncomfortable and really painful Now, it also takes a lot of faith, even when you want to give up. And it is also this huge, massive process of self-discovery and healing wounds from past trauma. And the best part is, it's not only healing wounds from your own past trauma, it's actually um, healing wounds of past trauma that may not have happened in your lifetime. And this is when I talk about things like family curses or generational curses or, 
things like that or ancestral trauma because one thing you know you might not realize and whether you are a spiritual woo-woo person or not a spiritual woo-woo person you know scientifically speaking is trauma actually changes your dna uh, your dna coding and so when you go through trauma you pass on that coding to your children and so forth and so on so this is how ancestral you know when, when people talk about ancestral wounds and trauma being passed down to you know generations this is what we're talking about all right so have i scared you enough yet no don't be scared because as much as it like for me you know i'm talking from my own experience of manifestation i always talk from my experience because it's sharing my story is how that i can you know help and you know educate and inspire other people that's that's what i do and i also don't like to sugarcoat things either right i'm not going to sit here and just you know pretend that it's all you know sunshine and rainbows when really the process is is a lot more than that but it's not to say it's a bad thing because it's actually quite the opposite so as much as i've given you the bad here and you know you know i want you to go in prepared right so what is manifestation exactly i would call it a combination of in my words this is what i would call it a combination of mindset and spiritual connection to something beyond yourself faith in something you cannot see and trusting that it will all work out in your favor so that's my definition of manifestation and i like my my definition to be you know like a bit more raw and a bit more honest i guess you know um so in theory though manifestation is the process of bringing your dreams into your physical reality it is setting goals and achieving them this is a very simplified definition because to uh, to to actualize that process is it's deep and it's so much more involved than what you'll realize so I'm assuming if you're listening to this, if you tuned in because it's about manifestation or anything like that, you know, you've heard of manifestation before. And I think that manifestation is becoming such a mainstream term now. But most people have heard of The Secret, the book The Secret, right? And this is sort of their first introduction to manifestation. In fact, this was my first introduction into manifestation. And that would have been approximately, don't quote me on times here, um, it would have been around about, I want to say 2006, 2008, maybe, uh, 2007, maybe I, I skipped a whole year and, um, and, and, and sort of introduced you to this concept of, you know, ask, believe, receive. And then they also sort of in this book, and don't get me wrong, the, the book is beautiful. I'm not saying that it is not beautiful, but you just hang with me with this one here for a moment. They also in the book very basically introduce you to, your thoughts are your reality but what they sort of don't include in the book is the tools required for changing your mindset if you aren't in that um if you aren't in that place basically so if you don't already have a good mindset space and for me that's where i was i didn't have a good mindset um you know i just and at this time too, back in sort of that time frame as well, there wasn't as much information around readily, if that makes sense. You know, like, so, sorry, I'm not saying if that makes sense, because it makes sense. In 2000, between 2006, 2008, there wasn't as much information readily available about manifestation. It wasn't a mainstream concept like it is now. Um, you know, so Googling it and stuff like that, you were going to some really weird woo-woo places. And if you weren't spiritual like that it may not have been that place for you so for me when I first read this like I said I was not ready um mindset wise I was not at a place where I could actually get out of my negative thought patterns um and I was in you know in and out of depression um you know hitting rock bottom you know like and at times I was thinking that maybe it was bipolar and I was having manic episodes and things like that so my, my mindset was in a really not a great place and um and I actually became quite obsessed with 
the fact that my thoughts would become my reality and it started freaking me out because I couldn't get out of this negative mindset and so then I was scared um, that this is what I was manifesting into my life which you know, in theory I was and so and I couldn't let it go like it was just yeah I couldn't swing to that other side if that makes sense you know like and it just oh my god I said it again ladies we've got to stop saying that in 2022 honestly um but back to where I was it just it wasn't a good place for me mentally and I didn't have the tools that I needed or anyone to actually teach me how to work on my mindset either, you know, other than like therapy or like depression on tablets and sort of stuff. But I mean like actual real mindset work. Like I didn't, um, I didn't have that. So personally for me, I think that you have to be at a place. You don't, I'm not going to say that you need to be at a good mental place. Um, that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is that, you need to be at a place where you're willing and ready to work on your mindset to change it. Um, you, you know, say when they say like, um, you know, when they talk about addiction and stuff like that, and it's like, until you can admit that there's a problem, you know, you're not ready to fix it. It's the same sort of concept as that, is that until you are willing to go, you know what, I need to work on my mindset and I'm willing to do what it takes to do it, then you, then you might not be ready. Um, so for me, that place that place was rock bottom. And I just knew personally that something had to change and I was the only one who was going to be able to change it. So, you know, in the secret, and this is how I look at, when I look at the actual manifestation process or the process that I follow, um, you know, in essence, it is basically ask, believe, receive. Now, but you actually need to know what that means and how to do it. But you also need framework to be able to get to that point, right? Now, as well, and this is going to be, this is a big thing for me, all right? There is no right or wrong way to manifest. It is a personal journey. I don't care what anyone says. You know, there'll be people out there and go, no, you have to do this. and No, you have to do that. And if you don't do it this way, it's not going to work. That is a load of shit, right? And I call bullshit on that stuff, right? It is a personal journey. Um, I even refer to it, it as a love story. It is a love story between you and the universe. And it is, you know, you will go through your love journey with the universe and you will grow and you, you know, come to be co-creators of this beautiful manifestation process together. But, you know, there is no one size fits all approach. And this is your, you know, just like any love story, right? Every love story is unique. So is this one. All right, you will find things that resonate with you so deeply, and then you'll find other things that you're just like, fuck that, that doesn't work for me. Um, you know, a perfect example, I'll give you an example from my life Vis- uh, visualization for me. I can't visualize. So, when people tell me, like, visualize your future, uh, I can't just sit there and close my eyes and, and picture it. You know, like, I can describe it, I can write it down. Um, I can sort of talk myself through it, but I can't see, I can't sit there and just see it. I'm not like that. Right. And, and for ages that really bothered me because I'm like, oh, I'm, you know, even like during like meditations or hypnotherapy and stuff like that, I'm not seeing what it is that they're telling me to see. Um, I sort of have to force that image, you know, like, so that's just an example, but like I'm saying, some things will resonate with you. Other things will not. Now, if you do choose to go on this journey, which I really hope you do, and if you're listening to this, I'm going to assume that you are, is that um, you will also realize that manifestation has actually been around for so long. Um, like, like it's ancient. It is medieval. It is prehistoric. I don't know. Like, I don't, <laughs> I'm not good with my history terms, but <laughs> it is. Um, it has been around since the dawn of time it really has and you'll realize um once you sort of open your eyes up to manifestation you'll start hearing sayings that you've sort of been told your whole life and you know things like you know you reap what you sow treat others how you want to be treated well you know that's talking about energy and vibration and being an energetic match you know like you you put an energy out there and that's what you're going to get back in return right this is you know and these are like the basic fundamentals 
of manifestation. It's crazy. And I'll mention some more as we go through as well. And you'll just be like, oh, okay. And you'll start hearing some of those sayings and you'll be like, oh, wow. You know, like, you know, some of these Bible sayings, you know what I mean? Like, so manifestation has been around for a really, really, really long time. Um, you know, and there's, there is mention of it in ancient Egypt times, like anything, if you have a look at that sort of history, if that's what you're into, you'll, you'll see that you'll be able to get a ton load of information about that, which is, it's super cool. It's super cool. But anyway, over the last few years though, I don't know if you've noticed, but for me, and I don't know if it's just because I'm in this world now is manifestation has definitely jumped into the mainstream. So you will hear it in music. There's so much music at the moment that is all about manifesting. Like, you know, like I can get a manifestation playlist, you know, and it's like, you know, recent songs have just come out that are really catchy, like that Iron Woman song. Um, Oh, God, Queen Herbie, anything like that. It's incredible. I love I love this stuff. I just live for it. And you also, uh, you'll see it in movies. You know, I mean, they turned The Secret into a movie recently. So like an actual movie, not just The Secret, the movie that they made off of the book, but like an actual movie based on it, which is really cool. And, you know, like, and you, you know, you almost hear about it daily in one form or another. So I know at my work, we've just gotten an app for our staff that's called Unmind and it's all about mindset and you know and it's got like meditation and all that sort of stuff and they they drop manifestation like boom 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 like it's in everything like oh you know you're gonna manifest this you're gonna manifest that or you know like when they're talking about mindset so you know and these are coming from big corporations which just blows my mind um I personally believe that manifestation is such a beautiful thing that you can actually teach your children um or to teach somebody else, basically. It doesn't have to be a child, but just to to teach other people. It just, and that's why I'm doing this today, right? Because then it's my way of being able to teach you what I've learned, you know, and maybe I'm going to say it in a different way that resonates with you. Who knows, you know, but, and, and who knows if it'll change your life or if it won't. But, you know, I do believe that, like, if you have children, you should absolutely be teaching the manifestation because it gives them a gift of a healthy mindset tools to work on themselves and the ability to actually change the future. I mean, could you imagine? I look at this particularly with women, right? And the reason why I look at this particularly with women is because of, you know, what I know that I went through as a woman of never loving myself, being taught that whatever I was was not enough. You know, I was never tall enough, not smart enough, not skinny enough, not pretty enough, not blonde enough, not blue-eyed enough, not, you know, whatever society deemed to be enough, I was just not enough. And, you know, and I look back at my decisions that I made in life, you know, and pretty much the majority of all my decisions, you know, even like up until probably the last two years, but every one of my decisions was based on a place of lack. It was based on a place of not being confident about who I am and what I bring to the table. Like it came from a place of lack. It came from a place of believing that I wasn't enough. So a lot of the time, the decisions that I made in life were based on settling because I didn't think that I was enough. And that's when I talk about, you know, the job offers that you take or the risks that you didn't take or the opportunities that you didn't take because you weren't filled with that confidence within yourself, that self-love, that self-belief um, to be able to go for it. And I just think like if we can give that to our children, you know, that unwavering ability to back themselves, like, oh my God, they're going to be just fierce, fierce kids and kids full of love and they could really, they can change the world, right? And that's the point of teaching this stuff. And so if you can give that to your children, please do. It's something that I teach my son, you know, I'm not going to have him thinking that, oh, I'm stupid because I didn't get that right. No, I'll, I'll, you know, I can learn this. I can be better. Like I can do this. Okay. I made a mistake and that's okay. That's how I learn, you know, teaching him that mindset. So today, well, you know, over the next few weeks, I'm going to take you on a journey of learning. I'm going to take you through a journey, learning about manifestation and this is sort of the way 
that I practice it. So it's going to be the way that I teach it. And it's been the way that it works for me. Now, remember what I said, though. This is, this is, my way is not the highway. And, you know, like I've learned manifestation from lots of different resources. And this is what I've put together. And this is what I find works for me. So this is what I'm, you know, teaching. And you might, you might be like, oh, fuck that shit. You don't like it. Or, you know, you prefer someone else's method and that's totally, totally fine. But then you might have some little takeaways. You go, but I did like this and I did like that. Or maybe you're like, fuck yeah, I love the way that she's teaching that. And I really relate to that. And, you know, you resonate with everything and you want to put it in place. But then, you know, as you go through and do it yourself, you might be like, oh, okay, well, I really like that, but this doesn't work for me. So I'll do this instead. You know, you get to make this your own. And that's like, that's a really really cool thing about your manifestation journey and treat it like a journey treasure it it's it's pretty bloody special all right um i in my opinion i'm going to show you the good the bad and the ugly because like i said before i don't sugarcoat things and my experience through it has been absolutely the highest of highs it's been amazing it's been incredible but it's also been heartbreaking at the same time and you know, in saying that though, I would not change it for the world. I absolutely would not change it for the world. So, I mean, for me too, my manifestation journey is it's still recent, you know, like it started in about 20, I want to say, I don't know, I thought it was 2020, but I think it's more like 2019 or 2018. Um, and you know, obviously I said back in 2006 to 2008, whatever that was, I'd, I'd read The Secret, but I had to leave it and I really left it and just buried that book deep, 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 deep away because I just was not ready. And then, you know, then the law of attraction sort of started, you know, calling me in. And that was, I think maybe it was 2018, 2019, something around that time um, <laughs> as to when I got back into it again. And really went into it though this time and not just one resource but all the resources and you know went crazy and of course as most of you know then I also did the manifestation course with manifestation bay um and yeah I've done you know like I've done NLP as well and I find that a lot of NLP modalities are you know now doing looking at manifestation realize that they were based sort of on manifestation same with Tony Robbins I mean he doesn't use the word manifestation but He's all about that mindset stuff and most of it is manifestation. So it's just we might use different words to describe it, but you know it is what it is. So why do I say that, you know, the process for me at some points has been painful and heartbreaking? Well, it's because manifestation requires a lot of self-discovery and self-worth and you have to face the truth of where you are and why you are this way and you know aspects about yourself that you just might not like and you also have to confront um you know limiting beliefs and depending on when you do this in your life you know like the younger that you do it the better it's not going to be as painful I guess depending on on the sort of life that you've been through but the older that you get and you go through this process is is more you know it brings up sort of a whole lifetime of trauma that needs to be healed Um, a lifetime of believing that you weren't good enough or worthy enough um, and that you just didn't deserve good things to happen to you and it's also it's unlearning stories that we've been fed our whole entire lives to believe to be our truth And you start realizing how influenced your life has been by people who want to keep you down and to have you to conform rather than being able to live to your full potential, to your greatness. And you also realize that your life is a result on what it is that you've manifested and it is a reflection on your mindset. And that can be a really hard pill to swallow because you know when we go through grief and we go through bad times it can be really easy to to blame externally like and and whilst external things may happen that you know cause trauma and grief 
how we deal with that, though, is our responsibility. That might not be a popular opinion, but, you know, and definitely if you told me that when I was younger, I would have gotten on my high horse and, you know, just, <laughs> just I would have gotten up there on my high horse and sung high, loud and proud, <laughs> put it that way. And I would have argued to you, I was blue in the face because, you know, I went through some things you know, throughout my whole entire life, you know, some quite tragic sort of things. And, you know, there's no way that I would look to myself, not that it, not that anything's like, you know, there was things that happened. I of course didn't ask for it or, or anything like that, but you know, there was things that happened. And then the way that I chose to deal with it is then what caused, you know, my life to reflect what I was manifesting. So that being said, we, need to get started in this whole process so I've told you about what manifestation is and isn't I've told you about it's not you know like it's not the matrix it's not a magic pill it's not anything like that it, it does require work and and quite a lot of it and you know we have to start somewhere so where are we going to start today we're actually going to start with understanding energy um, there is the old saying that like attracts like and for me, we start here because this is the first place that I needed to start before I could even get into manifestation. I had to work on my energy. I had to work on, you know, my mindset. And this, so this is where we start. So when you start here, it allows you to be able to look at your life, where it is right now, who you are right now, why you're like this, you know, what, what has happened in your life to be how it is now. And, you know, where you want to be and who you want to be, you know, because you need to see where you are to where you want to be so that you can see that path to get there as well. Um, it's self-analyzing our lives and ourselves because you need to realize that your old way of thinking is what got you to the here and now. It's, the, it's what got you to this moment. And it also shows you what it is that you need to work on. But this thing here, you've got to be completely honest with yourself and looking at what it is that you focus on. You know, what are the thoughts that you choose to focus on here? You know, are you sort of a person that always sort of complains? Do you focus on the negatives of the daily? You know, is your first sort of reaction to be, oh, it's just my luck? Oh, this always happens to me. You know, are these sort of, you know, are these the words that you use? Are these sort of things that you do? Do you sort of wallow in the self-pity? You know, numb your feelings with alcohol? Mm, being there. Overworking? Mm, definitely being there. Um, maybe you go to the gym to work out and not because you want to be healthy, but because you're trying to escape something. Um, maybe you just game all day and all night long. You know, and some people go out and have one night stands, they take drugs, whatever it may be, you know, and they do it to excess. So we're not just talking about having a healthy balance and all things in moderation of having, you know, a nice cheeky wine after one uh, after work or something. No, we're talking about, you know, when you do it to not face up to your feelings um, and to sort of throw yourself that pity party, right? Now, um, you know, and then, you know, so then when we're caught up like that too, then sometimes we just go through the motions of life. Um, and this becomes our vibe. So how we are in our day-to-day -day is our vibe. It's our energetic frequency. Now, like I said before, like attracts like. So if we're in a low vibration state, then that makes us an energetic match for low vibration energy. So it means that we're going to attract more of that into our lives. Um, you know, and this is where it does get a little bit tricky because, you know, I love like as things evolve, everything evolves. So, you know, like even like last year or the year before, you know, and I call it back in the day, um, <laughs> it was all about being high vibes only, good vibes only, right? You heard that saying good vibes only and, you know, and the high, you know, being high vibe. And we've got to be really careful with that terminology. Like I use that terminology. I have a free course called the High Vibe Life Guide. And, but you have to be honest with what that actually means, right? Because um, with that, right, 
you can't, you know, we, we talked about being high vibe only and sort of what that is is sort of like a band-aid solution. Like, oh, just put a smile, you know, oh, you're having a bad day? Well, just smile, you know, or just this and just that, you know, like just pretend you're not. Fake it till you make it, right? That sort of thinking, well, I've got a red hot tip for you. The universe is not a fucking idiot, right? The universe is not an idiot. And the universe knows when you're faking something, including energy, all right, so unfortunately, there is no magical solution here, but to, you know, put on your big girl panties and work through your emotions, not run for them, not try and get around them, not to numb them out at the gym or with a cocktail or with one night stand um, to actually face them. And here in complete, and I will be completely honest with you here, you know, transparency. I like to share the raw truth with you. I um, I cannot tell you how much time that I have spent running from my emotions. And this is because we aren't taught to face things when they get uncomfortable, right? We sort of, you know, my generation, I come from a generation where we just, we just prescribe a pill for that, <laughs> right? Rather than allow it and sit in it. And, you know, this is sort of my experience too, you know, like from a really young age, I got, you know, as a teenager, I was diagnosed with depression. Well, you know, and I was put on medication and I was on medication for the better part of my life for nearly probably about 20 years. I spent on some form of antidepressant and, you know, from depression of no, it's a mood disorder. No, it's bipolar type one. No, it's this, it's this, it's that. When in reality is, is that as a teenager, I had Epsom Barr virus. I had galangula fever and, you know, like, so there was a time when I was like tired and sleepy and all this sort of stuff, which is around that sort of time. And I was just misdiagnosed for a really, really long time. And then of course, with um, galangula fever, there can be those long time effects of just feeling like chronic fatigue all your life. And, you know, like where if I was just sort of, I don't know, allowed that time, the space of to not just prescribe a pill for it. um you know, or, you know, to be taught some resilience of like, you know what, we're going to go through, there's going to be some shit. We're going to go, we're going to get in the shit. We're going to go through some shit. We're going to have to wade through some shit. We're going to have to sit in the shit and, and it's going to fucking hurt. You know, like I lost my first love at the age of, you know, 16 years old. That was shit. And, and I didn't know how to deal with that because it was the first sort of death that I had encountered and and I didn't know how to deal with that you know and that just sort of compounded everything and instead of just sort of and I don't think I ever truly dealt with it I think you know and again in being honest here I'm at a point in my life where it is just now that I'm actually facing my emotions and my feelings where I'm not running away from them I'm not trying to like fix them is that I'm tackling them head on and I'm going through them and if that means I need to be uncomfortable and sit in sadness for a day or two days or two weeks or two months then so fucking be it but unless I can go through those emotions and actually work out work them out figure them out and get out of them on the other side, then I am going to keep having these lessons happen as well. Because it's what happens, you know, it's what happens with lessons. Until you learn the lesson, it will keep coming for you. So this is why it's also really important to work through these emotions. Um, and to sort of tackle them. I and mean, I'll go through some things that I, you know, like, you know, obviously, like, if there's some deep sort of trauma, um, you know, you're going to need therapy and you're going to need professional help. But if there's other sort of stuff like the sort of not more surface level, but other sort of I don't know the right term to use here. But, you know, there, there is things that you can do within yourself to work through that sort of stuff. And we will go over that because, as I said, that was one thing that was missing for me. I'm not going to have it missing for you. So anyway, back on track at my lowest, what I realized is that there was always good and bad in life. And at, you know, and at my lowest, I was always choosing to focus on the bad and you know because I was choosing to focus on the bad I was attracting more bad shit into my life like just like hello come on in the front door's open like uh uh-uh so (laughs) for me the first shift um that I actually made and it it sounds so simple and you'll probably be like oh fuck off but the first shift that I made 
was practicing daily gratitude. So at the end of every night before bed, I would write down at least one thing, one thing that was good about my day and that I was grateful for. And let me tell you, some days that was so fucking hard. But I made the commitment to show up for that practice every day. And, and, the, and like I said, this is long before I got started with manifestation. But ultimately, that sort of little self-practice was, ended up being what sort of led me to it, right? So, you know, and so I'm talking about like with this gratitude, I know it's like when you like for me mentally at this particular point in my life, I was, I was so, I was broken. I was shattered. I was a shell of the woman that I had been. I'd been through some stuff that just brought me down to the lowest that I'd ever been and, and things were dark and, you know, like I was on the medication. I was numbing with alcohol. I was just trying to just, I don't know, I was just, I was miserable and it was dark. It was so dark. I can't even describe. And, you know, like, and I had so much at the same time to be grateful for, right? Like I had an amazing husband, a gorgeous son. Like I I had things that people would want, but I couldn't enjoy them. And I couldn't, it was like I was drowning in the darkness. And so this little act of gratitude, and this is the same, this is what I say, things for you need to be done your way. So some people might like to start the day with gratitude and that sets the tone for the whole day. But for me, mornings were not good, you know, like as I had things that I had to get done, I had to get out of the door, I had to get to work, I had to you know, get my son ready and all that sort of stuff. So the mornings didn't work for me. And mornings still to this day don't work for me. I don't like doing that sort of stuff. I like to have a slow morning and I like to not feel like I've got to journal, I've got to do this, I've got to do that and try and get all the stuff done. So mornings do not work for me. And this is why I did it at nighttime. And, you know, but it also allowed me to reflect on my day and just pick up one thing. Now that thing could be so small, you know, it might've been that, Somebody smiled at me on the train or, you know, my son said something really cute or, you know, anything like that. You know, just it could have been like it could have been I got the fuck out of bed today. Whatever it was, I made sure that I paid gratitude for it. And as it started, like I said, it was always a minimum of one thing. And then as time went on, I was able to grow that to be more and more. So you might have heard the saying and this is a a, a you know, if you don't like Tony Robbins, sorry, but it is a Tony Robbins. I love this saying. I love this saying where focus goes, energy flows. So, you know, and this is where that, you know, that med- that gratitude practice came in, you know, because I started focusing on that stuff, especially then before bed. I felt, okay, that was a good thing that happened. So I sort of woke up in a better mood the next day because I was able to go to sleep. This thing and the last thing I thought of was something good that happened that day. So ultimately, though, this is your choice. But what you need to realize is that where your dreams reside is at a high fucking frequency and you need to be an edit and like an energetic match to be able to get it. You know, so when you're going through manifestation, you need to be at that same vibration for it to come to you, because if you're not, it will not come to you. All right. So I want you to think about a time when you've had this super rad day. You know, we've all had one, right? Where you everything just seems to be so fucking easy and everything just falls into place and it is just usually one good thing that happens that day but it's a series of good things you know you might get all the green traffic lights you had a really good you know flow to work and something really good happened to work and then then you come home your kids in a great mood and hubby was like happy to see you they've cooked a meal you know whatever it may be you know like and it just you know and then you see like a bloody kangaroo okay that's my life but you know what I'm talking about here it just seems to be this series of good events that happen that day and the reason why that happens is because you are in energetic alignment and so things just you know this would say where where focus goes energy flows because you start thinking about all this good stuff that's happened and more good stuff starts happening and become that vibrational match for what it is that you want but some days that looks like you know some days and I'm not talking about like a low vibe day here but what I'm talking about is some days even being high vibe or being in in energetic flow sometimes that actually looks like feeling like shit, having a bad day, 
having a cry and working through why you feel that way and releasing the fuck out of it so that you can get through it and blossom on the other side. All right. So being an energetic match or being high vibe doesn't mean like just being high vibe only and smiles only. No, it also means some like means, yeah, you're going to have a shit day, but how you get through that shit day and what you do to actually work through it rather than just trying to repress it is what gets you in that high vibe. So it still allows you to, to face your problems head on and still be an energetic match for what it is that you want. But you know, we have to look at the flip side, right? When it's a bad day, you run late, you get every red light. It's just one thing after another. You get the shitty customers. Things just keep going wrong. And then, you know, you get home and someone's in a bad mood. And it's just, you know, you're yelling at someone because they haven't done their homework. And, oh, my God, it just it just spirals out of control, right? And then, of course, it spirals out of control. So what's the first thing you do? You're going to throw yourself a pity party. And not only do you throw yourself a pity party, but you're like, fuck it. I'm just going to live here. (laughs) All right. And the difference between the low vibe state and the high vibe state is what you do to break through it or to work through it. So, and that's what I said before, you can be high vibe and have a shit day. You can have shit moments where you just want to throw in the towel when life throws you like a million fucking hardballs at once. But the difference is like the difference between that high vibe and that low vibe state is working through it, allowing yourself to feel this pain, but facing it and coming out on the other side better. All right. But now I know you're asking me, but how do I do this? Well, here's some tools I prepared earlier. No, these are the tools that I use that work for me. But like I said, this is a personal journey and you will need to experiment for what works for you. And if you, you know, like there is some things too that are beyond your scope of being able to do it yourself. You know, we can be such a do-it-yourself community, but there's sometimes when you need to reach out and you need professional help. So whether that is through therapy or, you know, getting out of a a bad relationship or things like that, there's times where you're going to need actual professional help professional help like I'm not saying that coaching's not professional because that's not what I'm saying at all because you might need a coach you might need a coach to be able to do this sort of stuff and that's fine as well um but sometimes you know like when we are talking you know there's different levels of things and sometimes if you've gone through something really traumatic in your life and if that is you I, I'm so sorry that you had to go through that but do reach out for that level of you know psychology to be able to get get you through it so, like I said before, we've already, I've already mentioned one of the tools that I use, and this is the one that got me started before even getting into manifestation, and that was that gratitude practice. Because I promise you, when you do a gratitude practice, you start focusing on the good shit in your life, and then you start to realize that there's more good shit in your life. And, you know, before you know it, you're starting to have better days, you know, and then, you, you know, like, when I was at my darkest, you know, every day was a bad day. And then I started focusing on one thing that I liked about the day. And I'm like, okay, so it wasn't a completely bad day. There was this one good thing. And this then turned into two good things, which then turned into like an actual good day. Oh, wow, I had a good day this week. You know, it was one good day in a week. Fantastic. That was better than no good days. Which then turned into a couple of good days, which then turned into, oh, I had a good week this month. You know, like it grows. You know, it sounds like such a simple practice and... You know, and, and I get that it's just like, oh, you're probably wanting something a little bit more, you know, magic and fancy. But, you know, the reality is, is showing gratitude for what it is that you already have in your life is just a really great foundation on which to be able to build with. Um, journaling. We all know I love a journal. I journal, I want to say most days, but, you know, I do go like days without journaling too at the same time I can be you know today I journal twice you just don't know um but I journal and I journal on different you know for me journaling it allows me the space to get out that deep dark shit you know what I mean like it's a place where I can write down like I think I'm gonna quit today like you know I'm trying to build my business and and it's just moving slower than what I thought I think it's time to give up or you know, it's that place where I could be like, fuck, you know, like 
this person really fucking triggered me and I hated it, you know, and I hated the way that it made me feel and, you know, I hate what they're doing to me or, you know, anything like that. You, you can put that in and you get to put that in your journal without judgment, um, you know, where you don't need to feel guilty. You can, you can put in there like, I, I feel like I'm not enough. Even, you know, like whatever it is, you you can put it down because sometimes the first step to being able to fix any of this stuff is to get it out <laughs> instead of suppressing it because that's what we do. And this is what we're talking about with those feelings is about suppressing it. We don't want to suppress it. We want to, we want to let it out. And, and journaling can allow you that, that vessel to do that. But for me, you know, I'm, I feel I'm better in writing than I am in words, um, you know, so maybe if writing is not for you, another way that you can journal is through voice memos on your phone and you can go and have a good old rant and you can just let it out um, because it's funny when you do write things out and when you talk things out, how they come out full circle so they can start off like really negative. Like, oh my God, I'm going to quit. I can't do this anymore. Like, who do I even think I am? And it's like, well, hang on a second. Like, why don't I get to have what it is that I want? And that person does. And you know, how are they any different from I am? Or if they can do it, I could do it. Like, you know, like what am I being crazy for? Like, I know I have the skills to be able to do this. And, and you end up talking yourself back into this really great place. So, you know, don't, don't underestimate the word of, you know, the power of having a journal and to just, get those feelings out because it also allows you to explore and to work through different things you know your journal you might have journal prompts where you ask yourself questions you know what is it about the situation that makes me feel this way you know like why you know especially we'll talk about limiting beliefs down the track but you know what I mean you know why is it that I feel like I'm not worthy what evidence do I have to support this when was I told this when did this become a belief you can start asking these questions about things to really get down to the answers and work, work through it and you kind of get to a point you're like ah okay mm-hmm I get it now I know why I'm like this <laughs> and it's just, it's it's such a powerful tool um Another one, and again, this is me personally, this is, I know that this is not everyone, but I'm a nature babe. I love to get out in nature. And, you know, for me, what I've realized, especially this year is, especially, uh, you know, like I'm, you know, tapping into my divine feminine energy, which, you know, we've just spoken about. Part of that is being connected to nature. And I find that I need to stop and I need to slow down. And, um, you know, like, so for me, getting out in nature allows me to connect directly with source or the universe or God or whatever you want to, whatever term you want to put on it, mother nature, goddess, whatever. It allows me to connect with that um, because you start to realize that the universe is within you. You are the universe in human form. And, you know, if you go out in nature, you get to connect to it in its most purest form. And there is just, for me, when I do that, it just makes me feel better and it makes me, it makes my heart slow down. It makes me breathe deeper and it just is really important to me. And, you know, I definitely learned from being in the city the other day that I, you know, I used to work in the city every day, but I stayed in the city for Mother's Day and God, it was just fucking loud all the time and it didn't stop all night, you know, like I, I need to stop. So getting out in nature for me is a huge, huge thing. Um, and for me, you know, like I like to be out in the garden. I like to be in the forest, you know, back in the day, I love to be in the ocean, not as connected to the ocean anymore, but you know, each to their own, you'll, you'll find the places where you feel good and you'll feel it energetically. So trust that, um, honoring my feelings and allowing myself to feel them. Fuck, this has been a big one. And this is this year, this is me learning this, this year. So you know, I'm taking you through through that with me. Um, and, you know, like, so when I, when I feel exhausted, I can allow myself to feel exhausted and I can rest. I allow myself to rest. Um, you know, when I feel sad, instead of just trying to make myself feel better, I, I just I sit in the sadness and I allow myself to be there. And, you know, because sometimes things are sad. You, you know, like, and, and we don't have to put on a brave face. We're allowed to be sad. We obviously don't, we don't, you know, set up camp and live there. We have to work through it. But, you know, being sad is okay. Um, so, you know, that's, and when you feel through them, then you actually can get through 
to the next stage, right? <laughs> you actually have to go through it to, to get past it. And, you know, and long goes without goes crying. You know, if I need to, sometimes you need to have a good cry. You know, we, I had someone leave um, where I work the other day and, you know, he'd become like a work dad to me in a really short amount of time and now he's leaving and I cried. I spoke about it to my family, you know, family's like, how was your day today? And I said, oh, it was all right. However, you know, this happened and, you know, he was leaving to retire, which is so beautiful to be with his family, but it made me sad because I knew that I wouldn't be working with him anymore and it made me cry. And instead of going, oh, you know, try and wipe around the tears or not cry, I just said, oh, I'm sad and I'm crying because that's what you do when you're sad and that's okay. Um, you know, and sometimes you might just need to put yourself in a room and just cry for a little while and, you know, you will come out the other side of that. You know, in hand in hand goes with that is I do a shitload of meditation. I meditate every night before bed, um, you know, on different days, you know, like especially on days I don't, you know, like today I've meditated twice this morning already and I'll meditate again tonight. So I love to meditate um, because it is a time I do guided meditations I think they work for me they work better I'm not you know like I said everyone's different so for me just sitting there being quiet trying not to have racing thoughts and stuff like that it does not work for me because I have like a little ADHD brain and it's just like oh what's going on over here or what's going on over there you know it just you know and I know that it's sort of about learning to do that but if I have just like a little bit of sort of either a guided meditation or just the right background music you know it just allows me to relax so much more um, and just really go into that meditation and you know you can go into a meditation with a question or an intention or you know, you can go into a meditation just to, you know, just allows you to reconnect with yourself. You know, each, everyone's practice is different, but you'll find, you know, if, if, you, if meditation calls, you'll find the practice that works for you. Like I said, sitting there quietly for like a, three hours at a time. No, nah, it's not me. Um, but I do love to meditate and I love to meditate multiple times per day. Affirmations and also before I go into affirmations, but sometimes, you know, like, and I like to meditate out in nature. Funny enough about that, like this morning, I spent time out in the garden with this beautiful sunshine, but I had just a little bit of background music on in the background, like really subtle because I could still hear the birds chirping and everything like that because it just allowed me just to just zen out in my space and God, oh, I can't tell you how good that feels, but that helps me with my vibe. Um, affirmations. You know, because we spend our whole lives being told like we're not enough or we're not this or telling ourselves like, oh, I'm too fat, I'm too whatever, I can't do that. Well, you know, affirmations sort of help to rewire the subconscious. And now the thing with affirmations though is unless you're doing like subliminals or hypnosis and stuff like that, but affirmations, which are still really good tools, which I didn't actually list here and I probably should have, but anyway. Um, add that to your notes. Um, affirmations, like you need to, you need to resonate with your affirmations. So if it's just affirmations, you're like, I am beautiful. I am smart. I am pretty, like whatever it is. If you do not resonate with it, it, it ain't going to do shit because you just, you're not going to take it in. And, you know, like, like before, like I said, you know, like your brain's just going to call bullshit. It's going to be like, eh fuck off, you know, like they, it knows your bullshit. But if you find affirmations and trust me, there are so many out there. Um, I found one that's affirmation, babe. I will highly recommend because she does really good ones that I just resonate with. And, and when, when she's saying what she's saying, you feel it, you know, and that's the big difference with affirmations. So, you know, affirmations do a huge thing in rewiring your subconscious, especially when you're in a bad place. Um, mentally because you know you can't think out of that so this allows you to be able to think out of that and I guess same with hypnosis and subliminals as well is you know get onto that stuff if you can trick your brain into to feeling better uh, then so be it but like I said you can't fake it till you make it but you can definitely rewire your subconscious brain uh, another thing as well like so when we go in the depths of things and we feel the things and we feel the emotions and you know whether that's sad or hurt or 
angry or whatever it may be, is that we also need to, you know, and, and you sit in it, you, you feel it, you work through it. The other side of it is releasing it, right? And you need to be able to release those feelings for that energy to transmute and leave your body and to turn into something so much better, right? Um, you know, it's the same like the, the, the old saying that, the, you know, we actually store trauma in our hips and that's why a lot of us are so stiff and everything in our hips so if you know you're doing hip movements and releasing them and stretching them every day you're actually releasing that trauma out of your body it's the same it's the same thing so music for me is a great way of doing that I mean music for me I must be a bit more of an auditory person I am a visual I don't know I'm a bit of everything I guess but you know for me music just it can change my mood like if I need to feel angry you know if I'm angry and I and I need to like get that anger out. I can put on some bloody angry music and just be, if I need to get fired up, I can put on music and just fire me up. Or if I need to feel mellow or soft, then I put on music to, to do that. And which as I said in my meditations is what I do anyway. So I use music for that sort of stuff. And then sometimes I just need to feel good and I just need to dance and move and just get it all out and shake it all out. So it allows me to process through that, that um, sort of, those feelings and same with movement movement is a big one and probably something sometimes I feel I don't do enough of but when I talk you know like I love to stretch and I love to dance and I love to hike and when I'm doing that stuff I feel so fucking good um but I also know what it's like to not have the energy to or the motivation to actually do it as well so getting yourself to that point is is another thing as well so they are some of the tools that I use. Um, and these are tools I didn't just use when I was dark and at my worst. These are tools that I use now as well. Like I use these tools, I literally use these tools daily at any one time. Um, so that's why I want to share those tools with you because, you know, your first step is, you know, you've got to work on that mindset and you've got to work on that vibration. And as I said, do not confuse being high vibe with just put a smile on it because that's not what it is it has been a new age sensitive woman who just is such a badass that confronts her you know her emotions and her fears head on and you know works through them you know that's that's what being high vibe is right so this week this week all right I so um, obviously we're going to wrap up this episode now I have no idea how long it's even gone for because I haven't even had the timer on the background um, I've just just gone in flow and it, God, it feels beautiful because if you remember, that's because I'm in my divine feminine and I love it. Um, join me here. No, but this week, if you, you know, if you just focus on one thing this week, focus on gratitude, start looking and focusing on the good things that are already in your life. Um, and like I said, it might be something small as noticing someone giving you a random smile or you know, a little blue wren that comes out to play whenever you're outside in the garden. I know that's me again, but you know, whatever it may be, um, it does not matter how small it is, um, but just make this commitment for the next week, you know, of showing up for this daily, pick one thing that you were grateful for, for that day and just go with it and just see how you feel at the end of the week. All right, my amazing queens, we are going to wrap this up here. Now, if you would like to work with me, there is a few options available these days. So I have um, my Kiss My Crown Masterclass, which is available at the moment. That's 149. And that one is, you know, really a, a journey of self-discovery and, you know, building that sort of self-confidence to start building a really great foundation to build a life of your wildest dreams on. It's a bit of an introduction to all this sort of stuff. It's just, it's a beautiful little masterclass. It's like about three hours long. You've got some tools to take away, a workbook, affirmations, meditations, you name it. It's all in there. That is available on the kissmycrownacademy.com website. Or alternatively, if you would like to work with me one-on-one, I have a very limited spaces for that sort of opportunity. So with that particular offer there, we are looking at a three-month queen mentorship. It is one-on-one. It is tailor-made to your goals of what you want to work on it. So it's not just some, you know, pro, you know, like on, like, you know, like an already pre-made course. This is one-on-one 
tailored to what it is that you need. Now, this one is um, a little bit different. This is price and application, but this is also um, an application process because when we're going to be working together one-on-one, we're going to be sharing so much energy and we need to make sure that we're in alignment and that we're going to, you know, be the best fit for one another. And particularly, you know, anybody who comes on board needs to be in that mindset that they're actually really ready to to do the work as well um, because it's an investment in time, it's investment in money, it's an investment in each other, it's an exchange of energy, it's very beautiful. But if you would love to do that, please email me at natasha at kissmycrownacademy.com. Well, I cannot wait to see you in the next episode. I have no idea how long these will go for when we're talking about manifestation because it is a process and and I'm giving you the ins and outs as a free resource. So I'm pretty fucking excited. And I hope that at the end of all this that you get to manifest something really, really special in your life. So let me know how you're going throughout this process. So if you're going to start doing gratitude this week, share it with me. Share it on my socials. Be my people. Peace out, queens. Thank you so much for supporting the Kiss My Crown podcast. Now, if you want to keep in touch or up to date with all things Queen Creations, make sure you head over to the website of www.queencreationsdesign.com. It is your one-stop shop for everything to do with Queen Creations.